Welcome to Creative Space Podcast, shining a light in creative industry. I'm your host, Kayla Dundee, actor, comedian, director, writer, and musician. It's a podcast by creators, about creators, for creators. This week, we have someone who does long-form challenge videos, fast-paced editing, and make sure the audience is having an all-round good time. So, without spoiling too much, let's get into it. I'm John and this is my creator space. Hey guys, so here we are back for another episode. And as you'll now know, we've got John on. So just to give you a bit more of a more bit more info on John before we get into it, he's been on He's been doing his thing since 2016. He's amassed over 10,000 subscribers. On his about section, it says, I was once described as probably the most influential voice on this platform, um, creating highbrow, intellectually stimulating, kind of sexy content. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh. Finishing off by saying, be sure to subscribe, tell a friend, alert your family, and yell at a stranger. That, <laughs> yeah. that, that, and I quote, the new savior of YouTube is here. So, so if that if that hasn't got you interested i don't know what what will john how are you yeah, less i'm less. very well thank you i do you know it's been such a long time since i've updated the about me section that i'd forgotten that that's how it read so listening to you read that back was <laughs> genuinely hilarious for me. <laughs> yeah so, so my, my channel um used to be quite a lot more um I used to do like this parody of a YouTuber that I used to call myself the savior of YouTube. It was like, um, it was basically that I was going to be this um, guy who thought he was a a really big YouTuber, but he wasn't, he only had a few subscribers. It was much more character based. Um, So that's where that savior line came from. Did you do a video about how I got from 11 to 27 subscribers or something? It, it was it, it was how I got 11 subscribers in only yeah. five months. Yeah. Like it was some yeah. sort of big achievement. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly the sort of thing I was going for yeah. back then. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's you can you can see the influence from um, from the people you've had on on the channel. That like, um, like Jack, mate, mate, Robbie Knox, Matt, Matt Spash, That very sort of, sort of comedically almost character driven. Um, yeah. So so less. All pe- pe- people now know that, that like you're involved in YouTube. So let's so let's so let's let's go back to the beginning. What was it? What was a young John like, and where did you grow up? So I grew up. Well, my childhood was all over the place. I grew up in um, North London in um, Enfield, but then when I was oh, let me think now. When I was 11 my mum and dad moved to Cambridge. So when I when people ask me where's home now, I usually say uh, Cambridge. I'm living up in Lancashire at the moment with my partner, but yeah. um, we, originally from, but I call Cambridge home. Um, what was young me like? That's a very good question. Young me, young me was quite shy um, in group situations, but very out, uh, very much wanted to be the center of attention when it was like, when it came to my family or fat friends, I was quite loud within my friendship group. 
but I I never really thought when I was when I was much younger I never really thought I would be a performer I used to play rugby I used to play a lot of rugby and I used to think that I would be a rugby player when I grew up so um yeah yeah that's what it depends what it depends what age you're talking about because when I was a teenager I thought I was going to be a rock star that was what I <laughs> wanted to be when I was a teenager so it depends it depends which era of John you're you're most interested in <laughs> interested in, rug, in rugby John or rock star John <laughs> <laughs> I tried a couple of things I was obviously obviously by the time I got to secondary school I became sort of um, a theatre studies kid like I did yeah. drama at um, I did drama GCSE and then I did theatre studies A level um, but then but then I decided that I didn't really enjoy that I enjoyed I I do you know I, I I jumped around so much when I was younger young me wanted to be a rugby player as I got older I decided I wanted to be a rock star <laughs> so I for, so I formed a band when I was yeah, it, was it in secondary school? Or was it in sixth form? I think when I was in sixth form, mm. formed a band, and and that was going to be what I wanted to be. I wanted to be like the front man of a band. Yeah, and and uh, we we were we weren't a very good band. We didn't play very many gigs, <laughs> but it was fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And then and then and then I sort of dropped all that, and I when I when I went to uni, so mm. so it's it's been quite quite varied. I, I, I when I was young, I didn't think I'd be a performer, but as I grew up, I. I decided I wanted to I wanted a, a bit of an audience I think yeah, I don't know yeah. why <laughs> just the first taste of rugby and you were like I need I need the rush of the, the crowd <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah very rarely played rugby in front of a crowd so maybe maybe it was lacking there just a, just an angry coach <laughs> just thinking I'm better than this I deserve people to see <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah <laughs> Yeah, I was I was pretty good at rugby. It was weird actually. I I, I wonder, I'd always I've always wondered if I'd have like taken it a bit more seriously where it could have gone because I used to play for like I used to play for like my club and my school, but then I used to play for district and county and eastern counties. Like I got I played a fairly decent level, but I was never I don't know I was never serious enough about it. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, think, yeah. I think there's so much when you, when you're younger that like you you no matter what what level you get to to as mm. soon as your interest goes that's gone and then i think you're probably right yeah i think and you're probably right i think i think if you wanted to do it enough you keep doing it so yeah, I, yeah. yeah. but but i i also think that like no matter look like no matter what level you reach in whatever it is when you're younger things happen for a reason and you and and there's clearly a reason you then went on to to, to go into the much more performance and trying out being in a band and then trying out theatre and, um, and and actually I've, I've, I've forgotten to I've forgotten to add in there I should have said this when I was at university this is probably much more uh, of an influence on my YouTube channel than anything else when I was at university I did um, stand-up comedy oh no uh, I did a I did a lot of stand-up comedy I did it for, for years and, and I, was, I was I was I was all right at that as well but yeah. once again I think that thing that you just said which yeah. was um i wasn't sh I, I don't think i was passionate passionate enough to make it a career otherwise i'd have tried harder but um yeah. i did i did enjoy it i did do that for, for 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 a few years as well yeah what what did you study at, at university then so um it, i studied film and television production okay and the reason i laugh is because you think oh, okay that makes sense that's yeah. why you do YouTube, but actually, when I was at university, I um, 
I basically avoided all of the technical roles. I didn't learn how to, I didn't learn how to use a camera. I didn't learn how to edit. I didn't learn how to record sound. I, I sort of shied away from those roles. I ended up doing like directing and producing roles and first ADing. So there were such, a, you know, more organizational roles, yeah. the, especially the producer and first AD sort of mm. thing. So, it was only it was only uh, and after uni I, I completely didn't work in that field at all so it was only a few years later that i actually learned all those skills which yeah, i should yeah. have learned at uni and yeah. i learned them all through watching youtube videos but um <laughs> I, I, I perhaps didn't take enough advantage of that i think probably it gave me a good um grounding in, in film theory though yeah that, that's the thing is it clearly it clearly had enough impacts on you to, to make you want to come back to it a few years later and and mm. to, to properly learn all those skills yeah i think so yeah i just i wish i could go back and tell young me although having said that everything happens for a reason you know i'm not too worried about this but if only i could just tell young me to just pay a bit more attention to it and maybe even get on youtube earlier who know? who knows what could have happened if we <laughs> got in when it was starting up but no it was um it was uh it was a good experience yeah because i think i think we're in technically what wave wave three or four of, of like what youtube is now because i think mm. I think you had Wave One, which is Britain anyway. It was um, Zoella, Alfie Days, um, Marcus Butler, all of that lot, and then and then you had Wave Two that was that was the Cybermen, um, yeah, and that lot, and then and then Wave Three is is I think where you're seeing um, your Jackmates, Ro um, Robbie Knox, Max Fosh, yeah, um, and then and then I think I think. Um, I think you're you're probably on the on the cusp of that, that wave three, wave four band because because you're you're definitely you're definitely getting a lot more attention now. Um and and I think that's I think every generation before has almost pushed the generation coming on YouTube. Mm, mm. Yeah, I, I see what you're saying. So I guess what that means is I need to, to take advantage of the fact that there's a new wave coming in and try and make a, a big splash. That sort of makes sense. You know, funnily enough, I've been doing, as you said at the beginning, I've been making videos since 2016. Well, this but, channel has been on since 2016. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't remember when the, yeah. But um, yeah, so I've been doing it for a while, but at the same time, I've not, I, I still don't necessarily pay enough history, uh, pay enough attention to the history of YouTube. So hearing you explain it in waves was quite interesting. Is that like a theory that you've developed or is that something which is like a common? Not, I, 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 I think it's, I, I don't think everyone describes it in the exact same way, but I think, I think people, right. people will say that like, like British YouTube started here it then moved to here. It then moved to here. Um, so, so, but also, also, I think that's that's going to change slightly depending on when each person became interested in YouTube. Mm. Their their wave one may have been Jackmate, or their wave one may have been Sidemen. Or got it, yeah. I think it. Yeah, it just it just depends whenever. It's it's going to be different for everyone essentially. Yeah, I think my way, I think my personal wave one. Yeah, so I, I think you're talking broadly the history of YouTubers is, the, and it, when you look at British YouTubers, these are the sort of um, sections. For me personally, my first wave of, of experience, Jackmate, would be included in that yeah. because, because 
um, I sort of didn't really understand what YouTube was for such a long time. I didn't realize that it was being used as a, as a social media platform. I genuinely, <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize exactly. I genuinely thought, oh, that's where you go if um, you need to figure out how to change the headlamp on a car. Like, I, and, and, and that was perhaps arrogantly so. Oh, not arrogantly so, just um, uh, ignorantly so, maybe is the, yeah, is the word. I, not, uh, I don't think it is at all because I think it's. It's Hang on a second, I've, I've got a bit of a. Are you, are you recording the video for this? Because I've got a slight. No, um, no it's purely all right. Okay, keep talking then, and I'll fix um, this uh, little. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I think um, I think it's not it's not arrogantly so or ignorantly because because I think a lot of people who weren't involved in YouTube um, would would see it as as somewhere you go to to learn how to do something or somewhere you go for a bit of. For a 30 second clip, clip of, of a cat falling off something or a cat doing something um i don't think it i don't i think unless you're in youtube you don't appreciate what youtube has to offer mm. yeah i think you're i think you've got got that spot on i think that's exactly um what my experience was as well i i i i don't know how i missed it but i maybe it's a generational thing maybe i'm just Maybe I'm just like not quite in the age group that grew up with it. Maybe, um, so I, I definitely, uh, definitely uh, missed it when when you know people like Jack Mate were making their name. Yeah. So, what's yeah. um, well, saying that there's um, there's people, um, there's people like 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 Jack Howard who who I think is in YouTube but not in the not in the sort of media and entertainment side of YouTube, mm. but in the same way has has definitely grown up in it in the same way as people mm. like Jack mate and made their name in that same way, but just in a, a sort of sort of as known but but in a very different context. So so I'm always curious to to speak to people that have um that have a, a different experiences with YouTube than me because, like I say, I, I came to it quite late. So, have you have you grown up always watching YouTube? Yeah. So I well I I was making YouTube videos when in about 2011. Um, oh wow! Yeah. So right back. Yeah. Because I so so in a way you were really into in, into rugby. That was mm. that sort of I've always had had an interest in performing so so sort of mm. um so, so i saw youtube as a way for me to be creative without um when there weren't when there weren't sort of sort of live gigs that i could that i could be going to or, or live performances i could be putting on so so i i yeah i think i think i have grown um grown up with it because i think i think youtube started in 2008 i think yeah i i was aware of it in 2008 because i had yeah. some friends who made videos but I, I just didn't pay attention to it i didn't know what they were doing so yeah 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 but i think i think that's so easy to do because i think a lot as you said a lot of people just thought it's there for instructional videos mm. and for light relief i don't think yeah. it, um i i think yeah it's purely a thing of you don't know what it is and the scale of it unless you're in it yeah, and but that, but you know the the benefit for me was that um, when I came onto because I only really became let's let's, let's be honest it was probably 
2015, 2016, I started watching YouTube and becoming aware that it was something more than what I'd initially thought. But it meant that I had like this huge sort of wealth of um videos that i could like jump into and like yeah. go back on and and i was i was like oh have you guys heard of this pewdiepie person yeah. and like people were like yeah of course we have he's <laughs> he's a very victim but i just I, I i didn't know so it was quite it was quite exciting to learn it all but but it did also mean that actually look because of what i said about maybe the generational thing and it also means that even now a lot of my friends don't really watch youtube or don't really understand youtube that much yeah. so when i say to people oh i'm trying to to build a channel which can hopefully one day be um a sort of a stable career hmm. they don't really understand <laughs> what 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 i mean by that so yeah. it's, i now have to explain to everyone what i'm trying to do <laughs> which i i think is very cool in a way for, for you to, to almost be that spokesperson for youtube in your <laughs> in your circle of, of friends is, um being like like no no i'm i'm trying to make youtube my full-time job but this yeah is what it is. this is where you can benefit from it yeah it's like um you you said in your in your, your live stream because someone asked that's a youtube your full your full-time job and you you said it's not what I want it to be, so I'm treating it like it is. I feel yeah. like that's, that's that's one of the best ways to make it on YouTube is you have to treat it like that's what you do, and that's your soul thing. Yeah, I, and and that is how I'm trying to to, to think of it. Yeah, I, I I often try and explain if for people that don't really understand YouTube, I just say, well, I make I make because my content is sort of like. It used to be comedy videos, and they're now sort of short films. Yeah, or, with 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 comedy in them. So, that, that um, real off um, for anyone who doesn't know, you yeah, go um, on. Some some of your your um, most successful series are are your your um, welly wanging series, where where um, when you challenge a different YouTuber. Uh, uh, throwing a welly essentially um, <laughs> yeah and, and you've, you've taken on um robbie knox jackmate max bosch and cookie uh, yeah and and that that is actually where i i first found you was your was your welly wank wang with robbie um and, yeah and i think i think that is just i saw that and i just thought this is <laughs> not not anything i've seen before but i really like this so we're gonna oh. stick around and see more of this. Um, <laughs> and then, and then you also had, um, well, you also have, have your, your, what I, what I call, and this is what, what happened series, um, mm. where you've done thirty days in no caffeine. You've done mm. out every day for a hundred days. You've done thirty days no social media. Um, and then, and then, you've also taken on more, more serious topics in your short films like like tackling mental health with with a video about cancer isn't about cans yeah and, that and that video that video is my favorite one so i'm glad you brought that up That's i i really like that and and i i was talking to a friend a few weeks ago or, or whenever we we were arranging this and I, mm. I was telling him about about you and i, I was saying i'm really excited because i've got i've got gone and coming on and my, my friend was sort of like what what sort of stuff did he, does he do so i was telling him all of these series and then i was like but one thing i really recommend you watch of it is is the video about cancer isn't about cans 
just because oh, thank you. it's just because it, it tackles a really a really serious issue especially in these times mm. that but 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 in a way where it's so accessible for to anyone and people can just can just take it at face value but also they can see they can they can see into it and can see what it is you're really saying there oh well thank you so um so that's that that, that I've, I've been sitting on that analogy for quite a while um so I've done lots of different sort of development projects. I did um I did a something called ICS, which is the International Citizen Service, mm. um, and then I I then did something called. Are you familiar with NCS, the National yeah, Citizen yeah. Service? Yeah. So I, I then um I've, I've done that. I've I've been sort of a team leader and manager on those programs. Oh, and um, I was uh, I had a, a group of uh, of young adults one year and um they wanted to fundraise for um, this was in cambridge so they wanted to fundraise for the local mind yeah. who funnily enough i then ended up going on to work yeah. for but that's that's completely separate um <laughs> but um I'm sure we're gonna get into that because because you mentioned that on on your live stream and i'm sure we're gonna talk about that yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, um and and um we were trying to come up with all these different um fun ideas for for um, they wanted to try and replicate um, something that was similar to at that time. Like it, it was a bit afterwards, but they wanted to try and replicate some sort of challenge that was like the ice bucket challenge. Yeah. Um, and and eventually, um, eventually we we worked on something which was like about shaking up a can of coke, and 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 that's where I sort of developed the the um, and that's where I sort of developed the, the analogy, and I sat on it for years, mm. and I and I I but I often used it to when when I was talking with friends and family about mental health, I often used the analogy, and then one day I just thought I should just put this in a video, I should just put this yeah. out there. It's uh, I think I put it out there for it was either national, uh, it's bad that I can't remember, but I, but there's two different days. There's either there's international there's National Mental Health Day, or there's there's a there's a week as well, and I can't remember if it was for the day or for the week, but yeah. I think it was for the day, Mental Health Awareness Day. Um, but yeah, I, I put it out, and and funnily enough, I think that was the video which um, got the attention of Jack May. It wasn't the one he shouted out, but he tweeted out about it, and then the next video was the one that he um, that he then shared it on to yeah. a bigger platform. So so um, it was it was a it was a weird turn that video because but up until that point, every video had some comedic element in it. Yeah, and I and I do use light comedy in that video, but you know, not in the same way. Yeah. Um, so I, I was really worried about putting that video out. I was really worried about how people would respond to it. I was worried that it might come across um, it, that that it wasn't what I would usually put out, and therefore people would be unresponsive to it. But actually, it was the complete opposite. It did yeah. really well for me at the time. I was quite a small channel at the time. Yeah. Um, and. Uh, uh, and and it's one of the videos. If someone says, "Oh, can, what if, if I had to watch one of your videos?" I always say that one because I just think it's just a good message yeah. to sort of get your head around. Even if you don't end up watching my channel overall, at least you'll have seen that message. Yeah, and I think the I think one of the main things as to why people responded so well was because it it wasn't preachy and it wasn't not you. Mm. It, there was still the clear. This is the boy John. It, mm. wasn't, it wasn't like like. This is the boy John talking about about mental health. It was like it was still very clearly one of your videos. Yeah, it was, it was just your way of tackling a much deeper problem and a much yeah much deep, deeper sort of topic almost. 
and, and I, I'm, I'm glad you said that because I do often think because the boy John, I, it's weird when I talk about the boy John um, because because it used to be a separate character. You, the boy John used to be a character, and now it is me. Um, but I but that, but when I'm thinking about videos, because I've developed a style, I do sometimes sit, sit back and think. It's a bit of a weird way of thinking about things, but I do think like, how would the boy John explain that? Yeah. You know. Yeah. So, so well, I'm, I'm I'm glad you said that. Because it's it's like no, no, you are the boy John. Mm. The boy John is still a heightened version. Yes, of, exactly. I think every YouTuber is a heightened yeah. version of the actual person. And so, so, so you do sort of have to look at it in a way of how would my my heightened personality yeah deal with this topic. Like yeah, and and, and 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 I think that that I've sort of developed a sort of strong, well, maybe strong is, is isn't the right word, but I've, I've I've developed sort of a distinct sort of style as well. So how can I use that to 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 tackle something like mental health? So yeah. so yeah, I'm glad I'm glad that that was uh, the the way you felt about it. That's if if anyone's listening to this and they want to know anything about me, that's the one video to watch. Just watch that one. <laughs> I I'll be more than happy to link that in. <laughs> Thank you. As well as a link to your channel, of course. Um, so, so how? Let's go back to to your studies. How did how did university and and then um, how did that sort of influence your decision to come back to 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 making and and ultimately come onto YouTube? So, the the the, the, the my uni experiences could I suppose be be split into two different things when we talk about this because when I was at uni was when I was doing stand-up comedy and yeah. when I was at uni was when I was studying film and television production yeah. now uh, from the from the comedy point of view I I I really enjoyed um the feeling of 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 performing and I really enjoyed the the, the feeling of of being able to make a room of people laugh. Yeah. It, it used to terrify me every time before I got on stage, but whenever I came off, I was always glad I'd done it. You know, yeah. it's yeah. the same with any sort of performance. Um, but there, having done a couple of different perform types of performance, the comedy feels a, a bit different because it is just you up there and it's your job to make people yeah. laugh. It does feel a bit more, but um, I always enjoyed, um, even after that writing comedy and, and writing sort of, um, uh, and writing uh, like I, I used to write a lot of blogs, but I would never post them. But they're always, they're all, they're always almost like stand-up routines. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I kept doing that after uni, and actually, my first video came about because of that. I was watching at the time when I first discovered YouTube. One of the first things I discovered was list videos. Yeah. And I wanted to do a parody of a list video. Um, yeah. So that my first video was a parody, yeah. and it was because I'd spent a lot that of time writing that. That explains your your video quite well because I, <laughs> I I was doing I was I was, um, I was going back back and looking looking at, at, at just your entire channel history in this yeah. this morning and I I, I saw that and I was like that is not the, the genre <laughs> like the, like we see now like for, for any for anyone who doesn't know the title of the video is five things I want to put my dick in. It's, it's a top five Dyson products I'd like yes, to stick my yes, dick in because yeah. these lists are always so specific they're, they're like the top five the, the, the list videos were always like the top five best moments from the, the, the first ten minutes of, of 
New Hope, you know, like they're always yeah, so specific, yeah. these lists. Yeah. So I, uh, <laughs> I thought that, that I thought that would just be like a, a, a hilarious parody of yeah, that idea. Yeah. And looking back at it, it's it's okay. Some of the jokes are all right, but it was um, it was it was much more um, it was it was much more purposefully and intentionally a comedy yeah. video. Yeah, and yeah. At that point, I don't think I even necessarily um, thought I'm going to develop a channel from here. Yeah. I just wanted to. Um, I just wanted. I just had this funny idea, and I just wanted to put it out there. Mm. Um, but it seemed so different because the first the first few were variants of that. I think the next one was. Um, Oh, what was it? I think the next one was about people who piss me off in public bathrooms, and that very much was uh, a, a stand-up routine. And I think the one after that was... It, <laughs> I feel so silly saying it now, but it's five seemingly innocent songs you didn't know were about masturbation. Yes. Yeah. And, <laughs> and it was just a ridiculous list. It, it's a completely made up list. It was just things like Michael Jackson beat it, Taylor Swift shake it off, you know, things like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, the Beatles twist like, and shout. Have, have no nothing about that at all. Yeah, but, no, just, 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 uh, just based on the title alone, they were yeah, on the list. Yeah. The list was quite innuendo, so you thought, yeah, that would do. Just... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that video is funny because it actually, weirdly, the first two videos are still served by the algorithm quite a lot. Yeah. You know, they're not, they're not really, they're not really popular, but they're, they're still some of the most popular on my channel, yeah. <laughs> which yeah. is, um, which is both um, heartening and disheartening. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly means the people who've been watching from the beginning are still watching. <laughs> yeah, although the song one, I, I I haven't looked at it in a while, but the the, the terms that people have searched to find that video are, are worrying. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I'd be more worried for the people for the pe people making a search rather than rather exactly than itself. Just yeah. <laughs> And, and that, that that video was also quite interesting for me because it was the first time that it really highlighted um, that YouTube has a global audience because I think that the the humour is quite dry and British. It's very sarcastic. Like you couldn't watch me saying that Taylor Swift "Shake It Off" is about masturbation um, yeah. and take it seriously. Yeah. Because of the because of the way I deliver it. But yeah. I get a lot of comments on that video even to this day saying how ridiculous the list is. There's no way it's based on truth and I've done no research because yeah. the people haven't realized that it's a, a, a joke and, th and that was it was quite it was quite eye-opening actually to realize that when you're making YouTube videos you have to think about the global audience it's, yeah uh, interesting it, it's always like it's it's quite funny because if you look through through the comment section of quite of, of YouTubers like that like like yourself Jack and Max you have you have people who aren't British Mm. responding almost almost horrified at some some, some of this and, that, <laughs> and, you've got, and you've got the British audience being like it's humor he doesn't mean any of it it's a joke yeah. <laughs> it's sarcasm yeah yeah, yeah. But, um even on the live stream I said something I can't remember what it was but I said something I could, it, it just struck me I said something on the live stream that was quite clearly very sarcastic and a lot of people just were saying no no that's not true and I was like oh okay I have to even when I'm live I have to worry about who's watching yeah <laughs> like, oh no oh no <laughs> unfortunately I've not said anything that would um, get me cancelled I think you know people might have been upset with the order of the list of the Dyson products but you know otherwise you know <laughs> otherwise you'll be Jack's next rank bank victim <laughs> <laughs> 
I'd be honoured. <laughs> <laughs> and now Jack is just rolled you up, never been on rank bank. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> if I'm on his rank bank, then that means I vote. Uh, that, that that means I'm big enough to be on the rank bank. So you know, you got swings and roundabouts. <laughs> yeah, any press is good press. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so so, um, when do you think this? You knew that like this was something you could make a career and this was this was something you really enjoyed and wanted to make a career of uh that's a very good question i mean it the first few years of youtube i the, the uploads uh, are far sparser because i was just doing it because i enjoyed it but as as i got better at it and as people were getting more responsive to my videos i i, I was just enjoying it more and more and more and more and there was a moment maybe Oh, when would it have been? Was it, I mean, last year was the year where I, I changed my approach to being far more serious. But I think the year before I'd started to be a, a bit more serious. I think I'd been quite honest with people at, the, at that point about what I wanted to do. There was this weird transition because I used to say to people, oh, it's a, it's a hobby. Yeah. And if anything, you know, comes of it, then great. But you know, it's just a hobby. But that, but that wasn't that wasn't honest. That wasn't sincere. That was just something I said to sort of. Um, I don't know why I would say it, but I think. I think it's, I, like, tell tell me if I'm wrong, but I think you'd have almost wanted that. So then, if things didn't work out, you'd be like, well, it was only a hobby anyway. Yeah, and I think there's almost. It's it. This is this is a terrible terrible thing. Um, that that. I do, but I think it's I think it's I think it's universal. But it, it sometimes it feels um, silly to try. You know, sometimes people yeah. feel very um, um, sheepish and silly about the fact that they're trying something. Yeah. But actually, you're just demonstrating um, ambition and, and, and drive. And, and it's it's a real shame that people feel sheepish about letting people know what they actually want to do so there was a moment where i turned around and i was like right if i want to progress i have to stop saying this is a hobby and something that i you know and if it happens to work it works and i have to start being far more honest with people because i then it means i'm being more honest with myself that actually this is something i want to do as a career and i think that actually changes your mentality and changes the way you approach it and um it changes your ability to actually turn it from a hobby into a career because you're being far more um proactive about it so that there there was a moment about two years ago with that that switch but i was still working you know i was working for ncs still i worked for for mine still i worked for you know in various different places the last year it changed it stepped up again because it's it's quite a it's quite a complicated complicated situation to explain but me and my fiance were supposed to get married last year and then obviously yeah. a global pandemic hit um but we just but we'd also saved up a load of money to go traveling so just before the pandemic hit we just quit our jobs yeah in order to be able to go and get married because we're meant to be married in April and then go traveling. So um, we found, <laughs> we suddenly found ourselves without jobs, <laughs> without a lot to do, but but in a weird way, obviously it's not a saving grace that we weren't able to get married and I would much rather have been able to do the, the travel because I do worry about when we'll be able to do that again. But what it did give me was time. And therefore last year I was able to be even even more serious and, and committed yeah. to the to the cause, yeah. let's say. That's, that's the thing. That's another thing you said in your in your live stream about about making making this time not not focusing on what if we can't do, but thinking mm. what, what we can do. Um, mm. 
and it was it was when when you said that that I um that I I then I then, then commented on on the live stream and I was like well actually this podcast was one thing that like this pandemic made me think well I, I yeah. can't do that now and there's no excuse not to mm. so just do it um and yeah yeah it's it's easier said than done isn't it because there's a lot of times even now even though i know that should be the mentality there's a lot of times where i think about what i can't do i just think like well i can't do that because for example you brought up the welly wanging i've got um a few guests who want to get involved including um uh blue van man has said he wants to do it um alfie indra who i who who i speak to quite a lot in the when we're in the dms he says he really wants to do it um live streams (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> and you got even like, even despite the bullying, we've spoken <laughs> since then. <laughs> that, 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 that's the thing where like only Brits would know that was that was playful bullying. <laughs> yeah, and it's Jack. It's Jack. To put it into context, um, you're yeah. talking about um, you're talking about. Yeah, I, I play. I I, I did. I, first of all, what was what, what was I saying before? Just so I can remember well, to go back you, to you, about you, what we can and can't do during yes, lockdown. Yes, yeah. Okay, so so anyway, the the point is is with that is that it's easier said than done. I often think yeah. about it, but but the but I want to think about what I can do uh, and not what I can't do, and that was actually why I did a thirty-two hour yeah. um, stream, yeah. <laughs> which. Um, which I, you know, but the, the the basic premise was, you know, I can't go out and do a lot of things. So why not do? I, I also thought to myself, how do you go about experiencing new things when your day to day looks the same? Yeah, you know, and and I've thought of lots of different ways of doing that. And I did this thirty two hour live charity stream, which was when you um, reached out to to yeah. ask for me to do the podcast, which yeah. um, I'm very grateful that you did. So thank you for that. Um, okay. Um, I did a 32-hour uh, live charity stream for Mind um, as 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 a way of going right. Let's stop thinking about what we can't do because of lockdown. What can we do? Well, I don't have anywhere to be, so I can do a 32-hour stream. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, also, like I said um, just a moment ago, it was also a way of experiencing something new during yeah. during this time. Yeah. Um, and I think I think um, just some people aren't confused. Um, it was it was for your birthday the reason it was 32 hours yeah so it was my using a number and going that's how long i do it for yeah yeah i it it was my 32nd birthday um so i i've made quite a few goals for myself this year some which i'll share and some which 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 i won't but one of them is i want to raise over the course of a year 32 grand for charity yeah that's my goal for the course of the whole year um and I'm gonna. I've got lots of different ideas of, of ways I can do that throughout the year. And one of the things I wanted to do was on my 32nd birthday was to do a 32-hour live charity stream where I would raise 3,200 pound. Yeah. Um, Obviously. So that was the, that was the past that. Yeah, which I which I I'm still shocked at. We over doubled it in the end. I think we raised. Um, I haven't looked looked at it recently, but it, it, I don't think it will have gone up much more since. But it was on seven thousand two hundred and eighteen yeah. the last time I looked, yeah. which is which is very high, um, <laughs> much higher than I dreamt was possible for that period of time. So, um, and, but you uh, know, I've set myself some lofty goals for this year. So around okay. the around the thirty two. <laughs> yeah, I'd be more than happy to be putting the, the link to that to that in um, in the notes for this as well. So because it's. It's amazing work you're doing, and then and then it's an amazing cause as well. 
So yeah, it was it was, and, and, but the the thing that made it amazing, and and, I, and I'm quite keen to say this, that you know, I I. I I, yes, I was the facilitator, but what really made it amazing was was how um, everyone watching just got so involved. Like the way I the way I imagined the thirty two hours being would it be an opportunity for for me to have fun for thirty two hours, but also an opportunity to talk about mental health, raise awareness about the fact that actually it's important to talk about your mental health, especially in such trying times. Um, and raise money for a good cause, and and I wanted it to be somewhere where people could come and feel like um, they were. Because the, one of the big problems at the moment with isolation is feeling lonely, and I just wanted it to be somewhere where people come and, and feel like they're with a mate, at least for just a short period of time. Yeah. Yeah. But the thing that became truly incredible about it was the audience. They were so keen to share their stories about mental health, and then when they were sharing those stories. Um, the rest of the audience became so keen to support the person that was yeah. was talking about it and it just became like it, it, you know it, it so it was really genuinely the audience that made it such a, a, a special event you, you, you know and i i feel very lucky that 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 is my audience i was i felt very yeah. um i felt very yeah like overwhelmed by it like almost yeah. but yeah it was it was really nice um and yeah people were talking about their mental health people were sharing their stories and then they were the ones that were keeping the energy up the entire time so it was a, it, it was um it was it was a, a team effort for sure yeah and then there was, there was it was it almost felt like um like as you said spending a, a full sort of weekend with 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 a, with a group of mates with people so many people yeah. getting involved and then and then, and then you you getting getting guests to join you on the live stream at points, and then, um, and then and then be, being like, if it, whenever we re reach this goal, goal, I'll do this, and mm. um, and just really help to keep the, the the momentum going, um, especially when now that I think you're gonna be forever associated with butter. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so you're you're right. What I, so one of the things I did during the stream was, um, I I had this idea before the stream that I, that I would set sort of in order to 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 um, promote donations, I would set fundraising goals that if they were reached um, within certain periods of time, I would do some sort of forfeit. Yeah. So I bought bird eye chilies because um, yeah. I thought that's that's a good one. It's it's unpleasant um, and people, <laughs> but you know at the same time. I've eaten a chili before, um, so I know it's not gonna. I'm, I know I'm not gonna die. Yeah. Um, and then Charlie then pointed out that we also have some cinnamon. Um, yeah. And then my idea was to let the stream decide um, what some of the forfeits would be. Mm. And then at one point, Robbie Knox came in to the chat and donated just fifty quid, which yeah. you know very generous of him. Yeah. And then said, "Eat a big spoon of butter." But when I read it, because I was like reading the chat and I was reading the donations, and and because I was sort of like in presenter mode, I read it yeah. as peanut butter because yeah. I think somewhere in my brain I just went, "No one would be cruel enough to just say butter." <laughs> um, and then and then the chat quickly corrected me, so I went back and I saw it again. I was like, "Oh, he said butter," and that was funny because my brain genuinely put the word peanut in there. I wasn't trying yeah. to like get out of it. Yeah. Um, so then I thought, right, I can't just do it. I can't just. I can't just say have Robbie Knox come in here and demand I eat butter. So I then set another fundraising target, yeah. and it was it was reached very quickly. <laughs> and it was of all the challenges I did, I did I did sort of yeah, mostly eating things, chilies yeah. and cinnamon challenge, and 
I licked a Nintendo Switch cartridge because <laughs> people get people are weird. That was also the audience that requested that. Um, I, I, was, I, I was just about, about, about to say that was that was surely just, just being awake for so long. Like, like <laughs> you're like, I'll do this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was a little bit like that. I bit into an onion. Um, I, I then ate two chilies at once. But the the worst one by far. It genuinely. Um, stuck with me for a couple of hours was that butter i ate a tablespoon of butter and um i can i can <laughs> i can i wouldn't recommend it to anyone but people seem to really revel in my uh, in my downfall there and, and fair enough that was the whole point and, and i'm glad they did it was meant to be fun i, I, I just remember to be arrested at the live stream just <laughs> once an hour you'd be like this is still a taste of butter yeah it will not come down <laughs> the thing is is it's a little bit it's a little bit better now but for for, for a few days afterwards I, like if someone reminded me of that moment i could feel it at the back of my throat oh. now we can talk about it and i'm doing yeah. okay but it was genuinely causing sort of like a gag reaction <laughs> before so so someone would write butter in the chat yeah. i just look <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah um so so but but you know it it helped us raise the funds yeah it also um and it also i think added a lot of fun and a lot of energy to it so i i i'm not sure i'd eat butter again but i'd do the rest again no, <laughs> well that's the thing it, it's all for a good cause and exactly end of the day it was all a bit of fun um yeah and then and then you were you you'd or you you'd, you'd like other creators get getting involved well not only what ones you knew but also also there was there's will france came on twice during that that was fantastic um, yeah that was amazing and especially especially the um city and the the work the, the the second time you you were like well if you want to come back on let's reach this goal and then and then completely the just showed how how um, the audience were even over 24 hours in yeah completely still up for it and still and still like no no this this is awesome he's yeah. a great talent and it's for a good cause let's let's do it yeah that, that was fascinating so will france is a, a, a he's 15 now but at the time he was yeah. 14 he said to me yeah. i'm a 15 year old magician and then he told me his birthday i was like well then you're 14 yeah <laughs> um yeah. but he's a young magician who um just in the chat just said I will do magic and I missed it because at that point I, yeah. I the, the, the audience fluctuated um, throughout it but it was usually between 80 and 100 people yeah. watching at a time it, it went up to 200 and in the middle of the in the in the middle of the night about three or four in the morning it went down to about 35 which yeah. I'm still amazed with at That's, that time yeah. who's watching I was, <laughs> I, was, I was thinking was there ever a point it reached like five people <laughs> no 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 it, it, I, I and I kind of wish it had it done. It would have given me a bit of reprieve, but at the same time, no. I, I obviously, I'm uh... like a half an hour nap or something. <laughs> yeah, no, there was no way I was getting, uh, I was getting away with that. And and he just said, I, I, Will said, I'll do some magic. And then I I reached out to him in the DMs during the stream, which was a bit mm. tricky. Uh, yeah. And I said, Do you mind if I set a fundraising target? He was he was all for it. So for both occasions, I said, Right, if you want to see Will, this is the target. People were very keen to see it, and uh, and. Um, like you say, the first the first um, show he did was sort of it was like half eleven at night or something like that. Yeah, well yeah. past his bedtime. Will I'm, you know? <laughs> um, 
and then the next day um, people wanted to see it again because they because he just came on and dazzled people and and, yeah. and people wanted to see it again so yeah. fair yeah. I, I, so then you know I, I don't want to make you put too many links in in the description but it just just search will France and, and yeah. you won't be uh, you won't be disappointed yeah yeah so um so you've talked about about how, how that's really sort of been great seeing the, the momentum of everything what else would you say motivates you to do to do this to make youtube music videos and and yeah and what what motivates you to create you know i think that there is um an element of um one of the reasons that i didn't want to go into film and tv right out of um my degree is because in my third year, I don't know if this was a good idea of my university or not, but they got all these people in from from the industry mm. um, who, you know, who just basically made it sound so <laughs> miserable. They were like, yeah, basically, uh, for the first few years, you won't get paid. You're going to be a runner. You're going to work crap jobs and yeah. um, you're not going to enjoy anything. They just made it sound so, so miserable <laughs> that I, I came out of university and thought, well, they've just spent a year telling me that this is rubbish. So... Yeah. Um, but then when I discovered YouTube and when I discovered that you could make these videos and when I discovered you could make a living for it and not only that, that you actually took ownership of what you were making, yeah. you were in charge of what you were making, you were in, you, the destiny was, you know, it, it's, it's a hard thing to say because obviously your success is still largely, there's a big chunk of luck involved, but at the same time, you know, it's, it's up to you to make of it what you want to make of it. I think that that's one of the, the biggest motivating factors for me is is this idea of being my own boss and, and yeah. being in charge of what I make and, and being in charge of my own schedule. I, I've spent a lot of job, I've spent a lot of time working in jobs where I worked very hard and didn't feel I got the recognition for it. Whereas now I can work hard and it's for me. Yeah. Um, I, and, and it's, you know, sometimes I feel you know like every creator does that you know you might not be getting the recognition for, for the work you're putting in but at the same time if i don't work the only person i'm letting down is is is, is myself and i i kind of like that i like that i'm my own boss and 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 that is the end goal is to is to work for myself <laughs> you know so yeah um I, th I think that that was also so i wanted to when i talked earlier about doing comedy and still wanting to write and that's how my first video came about it then became this is fun i'm really enjoying expressing myself um it's it, I, it, it as, as as terrible as it sometimes sounds because you don't want to make it sound um like you're too full of yourself but you know expressing yourself artistically it felt you know it was like it was nice to be um exploring that and i was really enjoying it and then the idea of being yeah like i say my own my own boss and in control of of how things progressed um just just sort of was the, the the final shine on it that made me really want to go for it yeah you know that's that's the thing is um hearing you talking about about, about creating I'm, I'm sure a lot of the people who are listening to this will will get will get a lot from that um i bet i think because um a lot of people who know about this are from from my university which is mm. the university of Arch london so um so it's all all creators yeah my week so um yeah so so um so i'm sure they're, they're gonna love love hearing about about someone who's who's creating in in 
I don't think it is is an, a sort of informal way because mm. it's, it's just a sort of untraditional way, I'd say. Yeah, I think that's maybe a... a, a that's, yeah, I suppose it, it's so new that it can't be traditional, can it? Like, it's so new... <laughs> I that think, it's 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 still it's still you, you, who knows what where this beast will be yeah. in a few years time i think the media is only now sort of being like oh we have to actually sort of give these guys more respect now mm. um, because because you've got you've got people like like um like ksi and you've got got zach and jay um making it onto mainstream tv and 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 i think i think a lot more pe- people are sort of Sort of um, sitting up and and being like, oh, these guys are really talented. Um, yeah, people, people are taking notice of some of those bigger creators and what they're capable yeah. of achieving, and and the, the the audiences that they're able to command the attention of as well. Ooh. You know, you know, it's it's you it can't be it can't be ignored. There's still sort of this idea of of um, I, I, you see it with YouTubers quite a lot that they they feel sort of apologetic about the word YouTuber, um, and and I, it's a tricky one because. I suppose if you if your music's on Spotify, you're not a Spotifyer, are you? So, um, so, so maybe so, but, but but so maybe it's changing how people think about YouTubers. Actually, these are just you know content creators or young filmmakers, and and they post their stuff on on, on YouTube, and maybe yeah. that changes how people actually perceive it. And I think people are starting to understand that now. Yeah, and I think I think it's also a thing of if you're if you're known as a YouTuber. Of, like normal people would have an immediate sort of sort of picture in the head of what of what you are mm. um when when that was so not what what like a youtuber is a youtuber is as you said a content creator and mm. and there there's so much more than just than just here's how to change your headlight or or look, 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 look at my cat do this. <laughs> yeah, it, I think I think that the, the problem is is that um, maybe this is, is is going off course a bit. But I think one of the big problems is is how um, when are people exposed to the phrases YouTuber or influencer, mm-hmm. and if the, if they don't watch YouTube. And if they don't consume that sort of content, if they if they were hearing the word YouTuber or they're hearing the word influencer, it's probably in the news or in something that they've written. And then typically the context isn't that good. So it is about trying to, you know, if if say you only ever hear of uh, the word influencer to describe people who are breaking lockdown rules, for example, yeah. Yeah. you're going to have you're going to have an, a, a, an immediate negative perception. So that if we then i mean i wouldn't use the word influencer to describe myself but when you then go to say to someone oh i'm a youtuber and they've only ever heard of youtubers doing terrible things you know it's it's a bit of work to be done there i think yeah and i think one recent example is that is if if whenever jack maynard went into the Irish celebrity jungle Mm. or like like a few days later he pulled out um Mm. and that was that was a thing of that wasn't i I don't put the blame down to him because because he was he was much younger whenever whenever the tweet whenever he made those tweets and he's obviously not that person. Um, yeah, but and, and, yeah, because they still exist, the media found them and were like, "Look what he's done." Mm. Um, yeah, which is just it's unfortunate because because they're tarnishing YouTubers with a brush that that, that isn't representative of what they are. Whereas actually, if you think if you think about a YouTuber and maybe even Jack Maynard's a good example here as someone who um, 
as someone who does all parts of video production creation themselves from yeah. pre-production to 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 making and presenting to editing to post-production and and marketing that video and and getting getting eyeballs on it yeah. and and it's a, it's, a, it's usually a one-man operation yeah and uh, in jack maynard's case you know they don't have um i don't know what the case was with jack but presumably to get in the jungle maybe they did but you don't necessarily have a manager or a social media manager or someone yeah. who's going to, to 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 think about how you are being presented yeah. and what that means in terms of of commercial opportunity so yeah. um and 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 how things can be manipulated by the press because we're sort of one or two person operations you know so it's um yeah. it, it's very it's very tricky it's a, it's a very very it's a tougher job than i think uh, a lot of people um outside of of the creative space would give it credit for yeah and i think i think um it, i think sort of sort of brand managers and youtube creative managers only really came about after like properly after that had happened mm. because i think i think after that people were like no, I think I think I think we do need it more than just them. Just mm. them. There isn't a repeat of this because because they'll have realised that isn't that that isn't who Jack is. Or that, yeah, of course. Um, and it's, or, or it's like, a shame when yeah. saying that's that's it's a shame when so, something is used against you that you said as a as a child and there was no one around to to help you manage that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no, no one around to to be like. I mean, I mean. Yes, you said it. That's not okay. But yeah, yeah. But but instead of being like, no, that's wrong. Go in the corner. Just just be like, that's wrong. Just a chicken alone from it and move on. Um, mm. Which is, I I I think I think it's definitely going that way because I think I think you are seeing seeing it sort of, sort of influencers, YouTubers, content creators getting more more mainstream dream opportunities. Um, yeah, and, yeah, and I think it will change generationally as well because um, the the you know more and more people are now growing up with YouTube. So there's yeah. now a, there's there's now more and more people who are familiar with with the platform and what it means to be a YouTuber. And yeah. not only that, there's lot there's more and more people that have tried it. You know, the, the, yeah. the, you know, and 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 know how hard it is. You know, so so yeah. I think I think that these things will get a bit more respect over time. And I think we're probably slowly seeing it. But it's it's always going to be. Um, it's always going to it's always going to be hard to explain to someone who who is so um who is so unfamiliar with the platforms you're using it's going to always going to be hard to explain how it works yeah and i think i think one one sort of clear clear example of how youtube is making its way to the mainstream is is our tv remotes now come with a youtube button <laughs> yeah a lot of them do don't they that's amazing isn't it that is amazing you you were saying that so much you're thinking hang on my tv has has a button that takes you straight there it's not like yeah. a button that will take you to choose between netflix amazon prime or something it will take you straight there there is a youtube button yeah, yeah. a lot of controls now have you're right I, I, in fact i've never seen an amazon button that's interesting but a lot of the time you see a netflix button and yeah. a youtube button yeah. you're right and they're considered on par now yeah. at least in the remote control world which is the only world that counts <laughs> <laughs> obviously obviously yeah <laughs> no but that, that is a fascinating way of looking at it and i hadn't really thought about it like that but yeah you're right and not only that when you get your smart tv it's one of the first apps that is shown to you when you yeah. when you and push any button on it basically also whenever you buy buy a phone now youtube is one of the preloaded apps mm. and yeah so it's like it's like you've got you've got the internet where you can access netflix and all of that but then mm. youtube is like is like already there and it's like mm. like well you're gonna need this 
So we're just gonna put it there already. <laughs> yeah, yeah the, the, we, we we know you're gonna use it, so there it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, the boy John upload up like weekly, like <laughs> yeah, if he yeah, some, sometimes more than that if he's not being too lazy. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if, like, if if he's not already uploaded this week, no, we coming. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can just imagine Apple having having a meeting for the next phone, just being like, right, so we need to make sure the app's here. Yeah. <laughs> because I saw his last upload and for, for him alone. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna change I've spoken to Susan and um they're gonna change the name of the app. <laughs> I think yeah, they're just yeah. gonna call it they're just gonna put a picture of my face there and yeah. it's just gonna say the boy John, John under it. So yeah, John yeah, Chief. yeah, John Chief, there we go. Even better, <laughs> even better. <laughs> Okay, so we we've spoken about about um, we've talk, spoken about Jack May, um, Max Flash, mm. Robbie Knox, people like. Who else inspires you? It doesn't have to be in the YouTube world; it can be in anything. Who who else inspires you? So before YouTube, um, I when when I was doing my degree, I I, I became fascinated with. Um, the with with the it, it's a, such a a, a a weird concept to be um, fascinated with, but it was the, the use of comedy in yeah. documentary. Yeah, and I, I became really fascinated with. Um, I even wrote my dissertation on it. It was about whether or not it was um, whether or not uh, comedy and documentary had deep satirical intent or whether it was um, postmodern playfulness with artistic form. Um, <laughs> but um, um, and and I got fascinated with that, and I, I watched a lot of like. Um, uh, like documentaries by people like say Michael Moore for example but the the, the, the one documentary filmmaker who I think is um, in, in Britain synonymous with the use of, of comedy in documentary is uh, Louis Theroux I, that was the, the name I was thinking before you even said it <laughs> yeah so so I so I, I would say Louis Theroux massively and and uh, a little bit of me chucking myself into some of the 30-day challenges last year uh, are sort of semi-inspired by the idea of Louis Theroux's style of journalism is, is called gonzo journalism. And and, and, and it, may, it basically means that he um, throws himself into whatever uh, situation he's in um, and, and, and at attacks it with a, a sincerity and an earnestness that usually opens up um, the, 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 the interviewee, you know, that, 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 and, 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 builds for a much more captivating sort of watch anyway so when I was chucking myself into the 30 day challenges it was almost um and I wanted to be very very honest about my experiences yeah because a lot of times you see people say things like I didn't use social media for 30 days and it's changed my life yeah which we, I, I, and, and, and there was a lot of very positive aspects to not using social media don't get me wrong but I, I didn't think it was very um realistic to say that sort of thing so Louis okay. Theroux you mentioned Two, two books about that exact topic in that video yeah um, and and how how you were like you 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 talked about the bias of of of, of them in in that, that video and how how one of them was was like was saying how how it, it changed life and didn't focus on 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 anything else other than other than the positive aspects or yeah it, it, it that, that book was interesting what was it called i think it was called 10 arguments for deleting your social media accounts right now and yeah. even then the book used acronyms for social media and i can't remember the acronym it used now which is going to really bug me but the acronym it used was something which was like i i can't think of it but it was something yeah. like twat so like they were so they were like they so there was just like they would write that word over and over and over again as an acronym for social media but yeah. they make but they and and it and it 
it, it, you know, it was so obvious what they were trying to achieve yeah, with that. Yeah. But, the, but then again, you know, I. But then again, that's coming. I still appreciated it because it came from a person that believed that passionately that that yeah. was the right. You know, so I, I'm not criticizing the author. I'm no, just saying, no. I'm just saying that it it, it was um, it was so fascinating to read from the point of view of someone who maybe doesn't have the healthiest relationship with social media, but doesn't yeah. doesn't hate it. You know, so yeah. 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 Let's, um, let's go back to, to Louis Theroux then. Yeah, so Louis Theroux, um, so so Louis Theroux would be my sort of I would say there's a pre-YouTube influence and a post-YouTube influence. And Louis Theroux would definitely be that pre-YouTube influence. And and if in fact to the point where um I would still like uh, in, in an ideal scenario where where YouTube has become a, a, a full-paying, full-time job, mm. I would like to take some time to do um, something like a Louis Theroux-style series, yeah. which I would then take some time to record and then come back and release um, li like a series, you know, uh, yeah. uh, episodically. Or a um, YouTube Red series or... Yeah, exactly. I, I'd love to do something like that. So that's that's sort of something that's there's a few things that I've got in my long term plan, and that's one of them. Another one is um, I, I'll, I'll, I won't touch on it for too long because I'll, I'll get back to my my influences. But um, I did development projects in Zimbabwe, and I have a I have an idea for how uh, a YouTube series that can tie together development work and and social media could could be a, a thing that i'd want to do in the future so yeah. so actually that could potentially count as an influence me doing the development work i yeah. suppose um influencing sort of the, I, i'll touch on it actually yeah. so I, I i believe that the way that that charities talk about developing countries sometimes can uh create um, a bigger sense of us and them like if you're watching sort of um even th even things that which I genuinely think are, are are good good things to have like children in need or comic relief, mm. I feel that they uh, sometimes are able to create um, the, the 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 language that they use and the way they talk about things creates a distance. And I don't think that there's I don't think that's malicious. I don't I'm not, I'm not saying be gone with this, but I'm very interested in the idea of of uh, a YouTube series which explored what life is like more. Honestly, you know, yeah. because when I was doing development projects um, in Zimbabwe, I was working with Zimbabweans who were my age. Mm. And, you know, and we were talking about things that people our age would talk about. And we were yeah. talking about, you know, and I, I just think that actually a more um, <laughs> like I, my, my, my sort of idea is, is that actually there might be a, a different way to talk about developing yeah. countries, yeah. It, you know, and, and, and that's not me meant to be that's not me trying to give a scathing criticism of charities or anything like that i really you know i, I really isn't at all it's just yeah. an idea that i've been sitting on yeah, yeah. um I, th I think as there is so many um so many aspects of of um of charity work that like, isn't touched mm. on that i think could be and mm. um, and I th that, that may almost be be as effective if, if if not more effective um mm. And and yeah, I th I think it'd be interesting to see if charities tried that. What the what the difference would would be in terms of effect. Mm. And and to be honest with you, that was actually part of my um, reason to, to come come back full circle a little bit for, for making the cans video was yeah. was to was to talk about it in a much more well. How would someone my age with my experience and and with 
you know my understanding of the world talk about this sort of thing yeah. so so um i think yeah i i quite like the idea of of, of exploring the messages of, of charities whether they be charities at home whether they be mental health whether they be other issues you know i'm, I'm quite interested in the idea of of, of how those conversations happen and, and how social media can be used in a way which I don't think it's being used at the moment in a much more accessible way. Um, that, that's something I, I'm, I'm quite interested in exploring. So I would say that that's also an influence and it's not a person, I suppose, it's my experience that influences that that desire. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, that's so Louis Theroux, <laughs> <laughs> uh, charity work. Um, yeah. And then my, my post YouTube Louis charity work. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and then my my post YouTube one. Now I was quite late to the party with YouTube, and mm. I've only really binged this guy's content say over the last year. But yeah. so that that's how out of touch I am. But Casey Neistat. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, um, that goes back to, to to the live stream, and I remember someone someone asking you how much has, has his content influenced your your current video making, and and, and I think I think. You you said it hadn't directly, but 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 the people who you watch have probably been influenced by him. Yeah, definitely had an indirect influence on you. Yeah, and it probably has a bigger influence now because I am more familiar with his content. Yeah. Um. So it probably has a more direct influence now. But but initially, I wouldn't have said it had much influence. But then now that I appreciate um, Casey Neistat's position in in YouTube, go on any Casey Neistat video, any Casey Neistat video, and you, the top 50 comments are all from verified YouTube accounts yeah. or from other creators, you yeah. know, and, it, and, and, it, and, and I think that's the clearest demonstration of how many people he's influenced with his work. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's like saying you're not influenced by the Beatles, you might not be, but the bands that you listen to or the bands that they listen to were influenced by the Beatles. Yeah. So that's why these these people are significant. I was watching um, uh, Daniel Sloss um, live stream from a few days ago, and he he was saying um, that the the that that the, your top three com comedians, um, or, or he he's like you may not be you may not like this comedian, but I bet you your top three comedians do like that comedian. Mm, exactly, that's exactly the um, point. Yeah, it's like, it's like whether you realise it or not, you do like that that sort of humour. You just mm. don't know it or don't directly relate it yeah because because i, I that, that was why i sort of meant with the beaters and beatles analogy yeah, like, yeah. There's, there's so many people who love oasis but mm. if you if you read any interview from noel gallagher or liam gallagher it'll become so apparent how big an influence the beatles were yeah. on them that you don't actually have to like the beatles but it it it, it actually demonstrates the importance that some of the the, the pioneers have yeah. casey neistat was very interesting because he's he's the first person who I know of, oh, the first, he's the only person I've, I've become aware of because I didn't know him when he came onto the scene, who yeah. was a professional filmmaker before he came onto YouTube. Yeah. So he's, he, he, he did, he sort of had a bit of an advantage. He brought a, he brought a, a professional approach to an amateur platform. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it, and it has, and it has changed how everyone thinks about YouTube. Yeah. It's changed how everyone thinks about their videos. Yeah. Um, it's, and it's also no, no wonder he became a, a huge success as well. And I think his link to, to Samsung also really, really helped, helped push, push YouTube into the mainstream with, mm. um, with Samsung fully supporting him, yeah, and YouTube being his main platform, that that then 
sort of made made Samsung take take notice and be like, oh well, if this guy can do it, maybe we should give other people on that platform an opportunity. And that's changed the entire dynamic now between um, between. That's where I suppose the phrase influencer has almost come from because now um, advertisers and YouTubers and their audience have, have now got this completely different relationship. You know, if you watch an advertisement on TV, it probably makes you a certain percentage more likely to, to interact with that thing. Are you familiar with, um, before I go into this, because I, I sort of came up with this idea from someone else, so I want to credit it before I say it, but have you ever have you ever watched um, uh, the two American YouTubers, Colin and Samir? I, I haven't, no. But no, that's okay. So, so they sort of introduced me to this idea of like, if you watch a, 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 an advertisement, you are X amount more likely to buy something. Yeah. If you hear from your friend, your good your good friend uh, recommendation you are way more likely to and brands have now learned that youtubers um people who watch them watch them like they're watching their friend you know like they're watching a a, a mate they're so familiar with that youtuber that actually that that influencer's voice is now really important and i think casey neistat was probably quite instrumental in in changing how um how um brands think about youtube and influence as well similarly for that that i saw a thing that is that is saying if 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 you see something that that, that you like you're more like or you you'll tell three people if you mm. see something you don't like you're more likely to tell seven people mm, and yeah and i think brands have definitely picked up on that and have been like we need to make sure sure for the youtube to avoid we're associating ourselves with like yeah. our stuff yeah it's, because it's, because in the same way as they'll, as they'll shout about it if they like it, they'll really shout about it if they don't. <laughs> they will indeed, yeah. <laughs> and and, and I, th- I think brands are very aware like that can have a, quite a detrimental effect on their company potentially. Mm. Um, so because it goes back to the thing of people see YouTubers like friends and mm. and it's, it's like if Casey tells you to go and buy a booster board, people want to buy a booster board. Well, I tell I tell you what, when Casey stopped when camera. Casey stopped making videos, Boosted Board went out of business. You yeah, know, like, and I don't think there's any. I I think that that Boosted Board gained a lot from that relationship, even though I don't think they ever officially sponsored him. I don't know if they did, but I, I, um, I think he knew the people who who sort of founded the company. I think mm. I think so. So I think there wasn't ever an official thing, but I think because because he had more than just a business relationship with yeah with, with the person who founded it he um it was it was like almost doing a favor yeah yeah i get that yeah so that, 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 that like the product was so great as well <laughs> yeah and and it and, and that would be fascinating as well to see what casey neistat's impact on on um electric um electric um well, skateboards but also just uh like electric transport in transport full stop yeah. because you know in the, in the in the wake of that you know one wheel's now a big thing and there's yeah. you know you see electric scooters all over the place i wonder if you can i wonder if someone's actually done a study to see what casey's impact on that was i bet it's yeah. i bet it's reasonably significant it'd be quite interesting because because um i wonder if if tesla ever took ever took notice of of what of what Casey is doing and and thought let's let's push his electric skateboard but make that yeah. something, something everyone is familiar with and mm. um it'd be interesting to see if they had if they if that was even a consideration for them 
it may yeah. not have been. It, <laughs> it very well could have, could have not been an influence at all. But but I it just I just think as you were saying that it's weird how Tesla, an electric car manufacturer, became very popular. Mm. Um, sort of a similar sort of time time, time as Casey was with making ways on YouTube. It's probably all just you. It's probably just the fact that it's it's the right time for all these things to be developed, and it's probably just a. a it probably is a weird coincidence, but it also all. Yeah. Um, it, it probably also does influence each other as well. Yeah, you're right though. It is in the correlation is 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 undeniable. Yeah. It, yeah. Or like a stray a strange thing, but with 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 them that make me me wonder if Casey and Elon Musk have ever met, but. But, but, but that's a completely different topic. Elon Musk has done a, a video with MKBHD, and uh, MKBHD has done a video with Casey. So there's there's yeah. there's, there's, there's there's only a degree of separation between them. Just just Oasis and the Beatles all over again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> yeah. So, um, where do you want to be in five years' time? Then, looking into the future. So th- this is very interesting because. Um, um, I've never been someone, and maybe this is to my detriment. I've never been someone who um, thinks too far ahead. And, and, and if anything, the last year has sort of reinforced that for me a little bit. In that you can make all the plans you want, like to get married and travel the world. You never know what's going to happen that will change things. But um, if you, you know where I'd like to be in terms of my, the YouTube career, is I would like for it to be. I I don't have these I don't have these goals of becoming. A huge YouTuber. That's never been my goal, and it's and it's and it, it would be insincere of me to say that it was my, my my goal. But it would also be insincere of me to say that I wouldn't like to become um, a, a bigger YouTuber. I want to get to the point where I'm making a, a, a stable career from 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 this. Yeah. Uh, so that's where I'd hope to be in five years' time, and in and and you know further than that. Um, you know, the things that I talked about earlier when I talked about my development uh, project ideas and when I talked about my sort of, um, actually in five years time, I'd have liked to have done the Louis Theroux style episodic yeah. series. That's that's maybe a good way to fit it. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, or looking on from that even further then, then um, have you got a 10 year plan? Is that, is that? I, I don't have, I don't have a 10 year plan, no, um, but you know, I, I suspect that life will change quite quickly for me over the next few years. You know, I, I am due to be um, married this year, hopefully uh, November. So there's enough time for the world to sort of sort itself out between now and then. I don't want to. I don't want to get too. I don't want to get too excited because I thought that last year. But, um, but, then, but you know, yes. that will. That you know, I'm sure life will will, will change from that point on as well. So uh, a, t- a ten year plan is 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 a little trickier. But um, yeah, I would I would definitely want to be in a position where um, I'm able to do uh, use a YouTube platform to do things outside of YouTube, like I talked about with development yeah. projects and stuff. I'd like to be able to be in a position at that point in time that I've got a big enough platform that I'm able to do something. Yeah. Uh, different and, and positive with it yeah and i think i think that's it's definitely more than achievable because <laughs> when you um when you've got um the audience you've got currently and then and then um and then you're you're able to tap to sort of breach topics like like mental health and for people to to really get something from it um mm. means means that you can easily 
go from strength to strength there. And well, thank you, yeah, thank you very much for saying that. And take it, and take it as 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 far as you want. But in the same in the same way, where you 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 probably far off it be someone shot of whiskey than everyone's cup of tea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the one. <laughs> uh. So, um, what would you define as success? What is success to you? That's that's a trickier question. I mean, I mean, in terms financially, there's there's two ways of thinking, isn't it? There's a, there's, there's you can think about it in terms of like, um, sort. Of, I think you can think about it financially, and you can think about it in terms of impact. Um, I want my channel to be um, considered a positive. To, 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 to be considered a positive influence on either YouTube or on the platform or or I want I want the work of the I don't I you know I don't want it to be falsely positive but I do want it to be considered a, a positive um, place and 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 for me for me I've already experienced my first bit of success in in how that 32 hour stream went I I feel like I had a moment there where I went right this is a, a really good opportunity to have a, a platform that does something really really good that you know that's been sort of a goal of mine for a while so in many ways i sort of feel like i've achieved um what i'm trying to achieve and i want to just success for me would to be to just continue with that to continue working with that continue building that to sort of to sort of do something which i enjoy and others enjoy which has has sort of a positive impact on people and financially i've never i've never been um sort of too lofty with my goals i just want to make a steady income <laughs> you know like i think i think that i think i would consider that a success for me i think if you're happy then then i, I i've always thought if you're happy then can what bigger success can there be and and i think that that it you, you know working too hard towards an idea of of, of success or happiness makes you sort of forget about the simple things that can make you incredibly happy you know there's 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 moments where i'm sat down with a cup of tea watching a film where i'm just as happy as i could possibly be yeah and therefore you know it's it's good to sort of acknowledge that 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 moment is a happy moment and and how can there be anything more successful than that so it's a, it's a tricky one for me to define really but that's yeah to, to just to success for me would be being happy and, and acknowledging the happiness and and being a positive influence yeah and i think i think be, being a positive influence is definitely something you're you're doing and your audience are, are probably clear i think clear yeah that you know, um that, that you're you're definitely on the, on the right track there um thank you very much for saying so yeah that, that, i I'm, I'm glad i'm glad you feel that way and for me that means that it already feels successful Great, great. So, what what would you say is your biggest achievement so far in your in your career, whether that's whether that's in YouTube or or before YouTube? What would you say is your biggest biggest achievement? Yeah, so so I think in YouTube, I think if, if I think if we're talking in YouTube, mm. it would be the I it, it would be the thirty two hour stream, and I think for all the reasons that I've that I've, I've discussed, I know it's fresh uh, and new, and therefore you, it might seem like the obvious answer. But I, that that felt like, um, and the, the first two hour stream felt like something the channel had been building up to yeah. up till that point in time, and it and it felt like a it built something to build on from as well. So it yeah. felt it felt like a significant. It all it almost success. felt like a big 
season finale almost where yeah like it was, it was just like you'd you'd almost been been teasing it the entire time like having 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 um the, having people like like like, like robbie and, and max and then and then having um your your challenge videos and everything it's almost like like he's he's almost subconsciously building up to something here um, yeah, and, and that's a great way of looking at it as well, like a season finale. I really like that, and I wish I thought of that before I put my video out about it. But that's exactly that's exactly that's exactly what it felt like, and it felt like the channel had been working up until that point, especially over the last year. So, so, um, so I, I think I, th I think in terms of I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that because I think in terms of YouTube, it's success, but also what what it was able to achieve. Um, which was, you know, people talking about mental health, hmm. people, um, people saying that the people being willing to share on there about mental health, and also being able to raise, uh, you, you know, a, a, a good amount of money for a, for a, a very good mental health charity made yeah. it, made it a, a very, yeah. I think that's probably the biggest. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. so you've re you've witnessed it. <laughs> you, you were there for it. So thank you for that as well. But what, um, as we're coming towards the end, what's next for you um, in, in terms of YouTube? In terms of YouTube, that, that's, that's fascinating because I, I don't know this. Uh, uh, this this changes for me on, on a near weekly uh, basis. But off the back of, uh, of what I've done, I've realised that actually I enjoy doing um, a lot more things than I even thought you know a few weeks ago it turns out i really enjoy streaming for example yeah um so well, i'm going to I'm, I you've done another stream a couple of days ago um, yeah yeah <laughs> so oh you clearly clears cover from the 32 hour one it's like so so i i'm now thinking i'm now thinking about how to one of the things is, as as someone who's trying to make it as a creator is you learn quite early on that you need to try and find a way of uh, of of expressing yourself in lots of different ways and also diversifying your income so there may be a, a little bit of an experimentation there with um twitch and whatever but i, I i've got some ideas for some big videos on my channel um which which will be coming out later this year as well i, I, I won't divulge too much but the, the other thing i will say and this can be an exclusive if you want is i've got another charity um stream planned and i had this one planned before the 32 hour stream but it's it's not the same because i think that would exhaust people to do another 32 hour stream but uh, the, this every one is based goes, every every time going one hour more <laughs> yeah exactly um so week long stream <laughs> exactly I, I, it'd just be ridiculous by the end of the year could you imagine um no but what the world <laughs> i i i what i want to do now um, and I, I don't know um, when this is due to come out. I don't know if I'll have already done it or not, but- I can tell you the date this will be coming out. Um, there we go. This will be coming out on, um, episode seven will be coming out on the 12th of April. Okay, so- Monday the 12th of April. Monday the 12th of April. I still don't know if I'll have done this by then or not. <laughs> that, that, that's well, about, it's around about the time I, I, I do it. So, um, well, but what I'm hoping, hoping to do is based on the idea of um, how how everyone seemed to enjoy watching me suffer. Hmm. Uh, I'm going to do another charity stream where there'll be um, certain targets that if they're hit, um, I will, um, it, I'm going to, I'm going to wax parts of my body. <laughs> 
and uh, each target is another wax strip pulled off yeah. so that people so that we can really eke out the process as well and, and people can see me suffer intermittently for <laughs> however long it takes us to to I don't know wax my legs completely clear so that's 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 a I, I, you're the first person other than charlie that knows about this idea so right. i don't know if that will i don't know if that will happen before or after this comes out but it, it that's one of the ideas <laughs> it, it, if it's not happened people have got something to look forward to if it exactly happened, people have got something to go back and watch <laughs> exactly that either either you can watch it live or it's already up and you can go back and watch it without having to wait so either way win-win yeah yeah <laughs> um i do i know you're you're really interested in co comedy and this is just um come up now uh, talking about about live streams have you had you ever considered at one point doing a doing a charity roast so having having uh, having people like like, like max jack mate robbie knox alfiendra um give them five minutes or something to roast you <laughs> yeah yeah i'm worried that i'm worried that i'd give them five minutes and they'd go they'd already have 20 minutes of material already prepared um i'm, I'm sure i'm sure this this i'm sure i'm sure robbie's probably got got a, got a document on his on, on his computer just called just called jokes for john just, yeah exactly yeah. i've been very fortunate now to have recorded three or four videos with robbie so um yeah i'm sure over that time he's observed me doing some strange things and thought right that's another one in the bank he throws a welly and thinks that's entertainment <laughs> <laughs> that all came about because i i thought to myself I made this video about Robbie Knox and I thought, oh, I've got to put some silly challenge at the end. Mm. And I hadn't finished the video when I started filming it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, there's a welly in the garage. I'll challenge him to welly wanging because that's such a ridiculous sport. I didn't expect him to go, okay then. <laughs> like, oh, it was, I was like, yeah. And that's how it became a thing. Yeah, well, to, to be honest, it's, I, I think he's the only person you could have started that with. And, and, yeah. and, and, then, and then he'd have just gone, yeah, sure. Yeah, why not? That sounds fun. <laughs> <laughs> just like, it gets me out of the house for the afternoon. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, as, as we're finishing, have you got anything you want to plug? Where can people find you? Where can they, where can they keep up to date with you? Where can they watch your future charity streams? Yeah, well, the, ch the charity streams will be on the main channel. So it's just the boy, John. On um, right. on YouTube, um, and I'm gonna try. This is probably a good time to say this because because I was just saying about the, the the Twitch thing. I'm gonna I'm gonna make a, a Twitch channel as well. In fact, I made a Twitch channel. In fact, I was gonna I was gonna do my first ever Twitch today. So um, <laughs> so um, oh, ruined your plans. No 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 no. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it after this. It's still gonna happen. So um, you. I, I, but that's the Boy John TV because apparently the Boy John's such a popular name that someone else has got. <laughs> it, it's even after one of your own subscribers has taken that. <laughs> Yeah, pro probably. I've, I've created a monster. Like you can have it for this yeah. price. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I think so. There's I uh, there's also a uh, the boy John on Instagram as well, but it's a it's a really old account and um, it's inactive and and, and uh, private. But I can't get in touch with them. So so Instagram. I am the boy John. If you're looking for me cool. on there. Cool. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure everyone's really gotten gotten a lot, and I really enjoyed enjoyed hearing about about um, the stuff with with, with NCS, with Mind, and and with YouTube. So, so thank you for coming on, and oh. and um, I'm sure people are gonna gonna be loving this episode. Oh well, no, and thank you very much for 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 asking me to be on. It was uh, it was a lot of fun. So thank you, genuinely. Great, great. Well, that wraps us up for this week, and I will see you guys next week. 
See you guys. So you've just listened to John's episode of the podcast. He has done so much and talked so passionately about YouTube and about creating and you're really clearly in tune with what's going on um, in the world of YouTube and just constantly wants to make a positive impact, which is really cool. And I'm sure that was so clear to see without him even saying it. Um, so I think there's a lot to take away from this episode. Um, there's links to everyone and everything we mentioned down below um, in the notes of this podcast. So get on all of it, check it all out. Um, yeah, because John is an amazing, an amazing creator and he's going on to be things for definite. So um, yeah, another about wraps up this week for the Creative Space Podcast. Join me next week where I've got another great guest and another great conversation for you all. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at cdundiaxer to keep up to date with all things creative space. Until next time, keep creating.